Hey folks, welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here with... Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. Welcome everybody. And we've got, I guess, kind of a, maybe a polarizing subject today, um, which we've said we were going to talk about for a while, but uh, the, the whole question of the Jews and... I don't even know quite how to address it because there's so many different things you could look at. But I, I hate to oversimplify things, but I really do think this is a very simple answer to all of this. But, but we'll look at the different directions first and the, the, the complaints people seem to have about the, you know, people like, Kanye West and I mean we grew up in in, a, in circles where there were a lot of conspiracy theorists and we heard a lot of the conspiracies concerning the Jews um, we've also did a, a um, I guess it was like a year or two ago we did a podcast about the Spanish Inquisition and whether or not people realize it that really was an answer to the Jewish uh conspiracies that popped up in Spain. I mean, that's what was behind the Spanish Inquisition. Of course, it wasn't, it wasn't to find the conspiracies. It was to protect the people who were being accused, you know? Right, right. The, yeah, this, I have to say for my own part, I'm not, I'm not even quite sure how to, express what the question is right yeah that's what but that's what's weird about this whole thing for example i mean let's forget about today go back to hitler and try to find out specifically what his problem with jewish people was there's nothing specific you can't find anything he just complains about yeah. the Jews, but he has no it's, specific complaint. It, it's a sort of very vague, uh, I don't know, a, a, a vague line of reasoning. The people who are in power in the important aspects of the world are Jewish, and they are the ones who controlled how World War I went. And therefore, they are the ones to blame for Germany faring badly in World War One. That yeah. seems to be, I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of people who could dig and find more detailed and more nuanced um, explanations of it than that. But on the but that surface, seems to that's be it. about it. Yeah. And it's, it's so, I guess, okay, first of all, it, the, the big question that, that really isn't easy to answer, and yet everyone thinks they have the answer, is what is a Jew? I <laughs> yeah. mean, are, are we talking genetics here? Because I, 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 Vicky just got one of those uh, DNA tests that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, yeah. I'll bet any amount of money that my kids have Jewish in them, you know? I mean, oh, right. we all do, especially in America. We are so mixed. Everybody has everything in them in America. 
Maybe there are some pure breeds out there, but even those who thought they were purebred are like, no, you're not purebred. I mean, if yeah, I were I, gonna, if I were gonna complain about the American Indians, hold on a second. Let's see. All right, so I'm American Indians. My wife's mother couldn't even speak English. So she's full-blooded, ran away from the reservation, came to Cincinnati, married an Irish guy who's supposedly 100% Irish. So my wife should be half Indian, half Irish. Right. But I know that's not what it's going to be. Because even inside the Indian reservations, even before there were reservations... You know, Indians were, you know, there was all kinds of stuff going on, you know? I mean, there were prostitutes and, and just everything you can think of, intermarrying. Mm-hmm. And and so there's no way, I, I don't think there's any such thing as a full-blooded Indian. Oh, right, anymore and today. I doubt there's any full-blooded Jews in at least in America, so I don't even yeah. know what, what does that mean. If you say you're Jewish, I, am I Jewish? If I let's say we let's say yeah, she gets a suspect, have... is she if she's one eighth Jewish? Is she Jewish then? And are are or, all my kids Jewish? Or like, what if she's you know? I, I mean, take take that to. Uh, one eight hundredth. Yeah, I yeah, like ten more powers of two, for example. That you know, what is a Jew? Anybody who is bloodline descended from uh, from Judah or from from Jacob, even, or is um, a Jew? If if you're talking about genetic Jews, are they just? Does it have to be predominantly, or does it have to be, you know, some? measurable amount or something which you know w- would not have even made sense before the the age of dna testing yeah. as a concept of what it meant to be a jew so i don't think we could even talk about dna as a um as a part of what it means to be a jew yeah i don't i think it it's kind of dumb to do that i think that um you know, I, when you look at a lot of the the Jews of the conspiracy theories, I think part of the issue is that many of them claim a, let's say, a title of Jewish, but in fact don't regard, say, Abraham as their father. They they don't right. cling to that as a patrimony. They have no use for Abraham. Or for the Jewish uh, traditions, um, and I think those tend to be the so-called Jews that are in all of the various positions of power that everybody points to as being run by Jews. Yeah. So does that mean that they're not really run by Jews, or does that mean there's really two meanings of Jew flying around out there that that we have to contend with? And that's the other thing is the the, the religious side of it, because 
I mean, it is a religion. Yeah. Um, and so that's, is, is that really a Jew? I mean, you know, could you say, well, on the one hand, a Jew is somebody who, you know, a Jew in quotes is somebody who claims to be Jewish in order to be able to fit within, say, the, the Jewish run power structures. And then a Jew without quotes is somebody who claims Abraham as their father and rejects Jesus as the savior. And, and, and does all the things that I, I don't even, the, the Torah tells them to. Oh yeah. Like, like all the law. Yeah. Follows, follows all the laws, the laws and, 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 and circumcised and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. But, or if, if not follows all of them, at least makes, at least makes goes to some, synagogue every Saturday. Yeah. Makes some semblance of an effort to incorporate at least the easy ones into their life. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I, I think a lot of Christians do that. Um, but that, that, that really, really can't follow all the rules. be a part of it because, um, if, I mean, if you remember the, uh, the Jews were kicked out of Israel and then and because they were worshiping false gods and they didn't stop yes. being Jews, they were called back to Israel after they, rediscovered the laws yeah after they so, repented and then god them called them back from from babylon but yeah i mean that's that's the other thing it's like well you know there's there's god has dispersed jews during the time when they were the focus of salvation history now they aren't anymore the yeah. churches jesus christ came and fulfilled in himself all the promises that were made to the jews through all the prophets the entire Old Testament is quite literally about Jesus. Yeah. Um, both in its particulars and in its broad strokes, but uh, not, not necessarily in ways that everybody understands yet. I, I actually, I think the apostles kind of understood it in, in more detail and in, in more, uh, in better intuition than any, you know, biblical scholar since them. But, yeah, you're right. That now, now that the the Jewish promise has been completely fulfilled, what do we as Christians take to be Jews? How should we interpret the term Jew? And, and at the same time, we have to admit that there is something that's Jewish. There's a thing yeah, that's that's yeah, unlike anything exactly. else. I mean, Italians came to America within three generations. They might call themselves Italian, but the the culture of being Italian has been kind of erased out of them, you know? They're not yeah. really Italian. And my kids are not Native Americans. They don't, well, my wife isn't even a Native American. My kids certainly don't consider themselves Native American. But there is something very Jewish that seems to be surviving for, what, 2,000 years now, mm -hmm. despite the yeah, fact that they've like, been scattered all over the world. Right. And, and you know, is that, you know, religions don't last very well without some supernatural power 
working to sustain them. Right. Um, if the thing that we t- say is Jewish, the, the thingness of being Jewish, if that is fundamental, re- fundamentally religious, then we ought to at least be forgiven for asking the question, okay, why does it persist? Is it because of some connection it has with with the Jewish people, the historical Jewish people that were the people that God selected for his inheritance and 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 to whom he made promises that were all fulfilled in, in Christ in the church? Um, or are they being sustained through the actions of the devil or something like that? On the yeah. other hand, if we say, no, it's not really... It's not really the religiosity of it that is sustaining it. The religiosity is there because of the connection with the Jewish people in ancient history. But it's really just a cultural thing. Well, then why doesn't it dissipate like every other cultural thing that we have in right. the world? The Italians, you know, in America being an example. Yeah. It seems like there must be something that keeps it going because it's like you said Mm -hmm. it's unlike anything else yeah um if you one of the things that i notice when i as i pick through and say okay what's your problem with the jews uh when i talk to people who are what you would call anti-Semitic. Okay. Um, they've got answers like, okay, e- even throughout history. Well, let's go back to Spain when there was land that was being fought over by Spaniards, Europeans, and Muslims, I guess from Turkey. And that land kept falling in and out of each other's hands. So the Muslims would take over and they'd have it for a while. And then the Christians would take over and they'd have it for a while. And it would go back and forth. But throughout that time, the Jews remained there. Usually under harsher law under the Muslims than the Christians. But... um they did remain there, and they were recognized as a group of people, and they were recognized as a group of people who were trying to somewhat infiltrate the church. I mean... Specifically that's why, the Christian church then. Right. They were... There were accusations... Because there were certain laws concerning, you know, if if the way you did business, you, it would be advantageous to be Christian. And so the idea was that there were Jewish people who were pretending to be Christian, but were holding on to their Jewish whatever. But eventually that gave rise to rumors, and actually it it was in some cases proven true that 
people even as high as bishops were actually Jewish and were even storing weapons so that they would be able to take over the... I don't know what what that was supposed to be. Were they going to take over the Spanish church? Or were they going to take over the Vatican? Or were they going to take over Spain? I never tried... Yeah. I never quite figured out what that was but even there is documentation of Jews who had infiltrated into the Catholic Church as bishops and were Jewish and they had plans They, they, they were going to take over so that kind of conspiracy it is a real thing but Every time, every time you talk about one of the Jewish conspiracies, whether it's in the media or uh, running the the the, the uh, vaccine thing right now, every time this happens, just take the word Jew out and replace it with non-Christian, mm-hmm. and it always makes a little bit more sense. Because to the extent that these are really nefarious, to the extent that they're really conspiratorial, that they're really um, maliciously working for something in the world, it's really against Christ. Right. It is. Not against non-Jewishness. It's just that the Jews, I think Jewishness, you know, maybe that's the thing. Maybe it just so happens that Jewishness, and and I've got a theory about this that formed while we were speaking, that Jewishness is the most convenient congealing factor for people to unite under, uh, the most congealing banner be. for people to yeah. unite under against Christ. That could be. But there is... Because... Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so because we were talking before, what does it mean to be a Jew? And, and you know, I you know brought up the religious aspect. You said, yeah, but in the Old Testament, the Jews had fallen away. They were worshiping Baal and stuff. So I thought, well, you know, maybe, maybe what we can do is put a dividing line at Christ as to what it means to be a Jew. And it's this. Before Christ... A Jew was someone of the people that God called to follow the law. And anybody that God was calling to follow the law, whether they were doing it or not, were Jews. They were either bad Jews because they weren't doing it, or they were good Jews because they were doing it. Once Christ came, the Jews became those who rejected Christ in favor of the Abrahamic, well, the Mosaic law and, and the Abrahamic patrimony. Um, because that was the contention that, that Paul kept having with people and he kept having to write. If you put yourself under the law, then you're giving up your freedom under Christ. The law does not have saving power. Christ does. You have to give up the law and live for Christ. Well, that's what the Jews were after Christ came and died on the cross. So maybe that's, you know, maybe that's the real answer. Okay, the Jews are those who, whether they do it perfectly in their own lives or not, whether they do it, you know, only the the three most convenient laws or 
try to to live up to all you know 600 and something laws whatever it is but at least make a claim to be under the Jewish law the mosaic law yeah. and the patrimony of Abraham and specifically reject Christ as the savior and then that becomes the banner all oh, everybody else who hates Christ and who hates Christianity well that's who to join is the Jews but I don't think you can just join the Jews. I, I know there are some people who who have conversions to Judaism, but that's not that's not the thing. That's not that's the other thing. The I mean, let's say you let's say you went to a, a rabbi and you said, you know what, I'm 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 really Jewish, but my family lost its way. I want to come back. What would he undertake? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, see what I, that that's what I mean. It's like because whatever it is, it has to make you know that makes sense now. It has to have made sense sixty years ago. Well, he couldn't have done a DNA test, for example, sixty years ago. And even if he does one now, I don't know what he could possibly look for. Right. Yeah, and I mean, there's even arguments over whether these people who call themselves Jews, whether they actually are Jews. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, there's a I don't know what it's called, the Black Hebrew Church or something like that. Um, oh, right. They claim they're the only claim true that they're the descendants anymore. Uh, they're I've the ones who were, uh, who were, were needling, uh, the, the boys at the March for Life a couple of years ago. Yeah. Didn't they? The yeah. Whole, whole Nick Sandman story. Yeah. I, I mean, and there's, I, you, there's videos that people have sent me with all kinds of proof that the people who claim to be Jews right now are not Jews. But it's like, well, okay, but again, we have this thing that's very unlike everything else. There's a culture. Yeah, there is a thing. There is Jewishness in the world, regardless of whether you can come up with a fitting definition for what is a Jew. I mean, I had, you know, my whole, we didn't know any Jewish people growing up, but I heard all the Jewish jokes and things like that. And everybody yeah. knows what the stereotypes are. And, mm-hmm. um, I worked for this guy back in the nineties and I just noticed there, there were odd things about him. I, it was like he would fight like the devil to save a penny. Or to not spend a penny. And then he would take $10,000 and blow it on something really dumb. And I, oh. I remember talking to a coworker. I said, what is it? He's weird about money. She said, yeah, that's because he's Jewish. And then I started thinking and all of a sudden it's like every stereotype that I could think of was in this guy. <laughs> so it's like you can't just. Throw away the stereotypes. They're there for yeah, a reason. Yeah, you can't dismiss it. They're there for, there's a reason that, that people have developed that. I, I, in reality, most stereotypes are like that. Yeah. So. But this one seems to persist. Yeah, for 2,000 years. Now, part of this. Okay, I, I, and I don't know how much, how true it is now, and yet even, even when the, world changed the Jewish culture survived through this as something different but there was a time when 
in all of Christianity, it was a serious sin to use people. Usury was a, a mortal sin. Yeah. If I understand it right. Yeah. I don't Charging, Most people don't think about usury. with the expectation of, uh, of gain or profit, I think, is like the, the definition in, yeah. in one of the old church condemnations of it. So that that was a sin, and so good Christians didn't practice it. If you did do it, then you were known as not a good Christian because you're you're committing a sin there in public and for everyone to see. Jews, on the other hand, don't have that against them. So right. if a Jew is living in a Christian area and decides he wants to lend money, he can use people. And so... You can imagine a situation like that where the Jews seem in an area, in a Christian area, seem to do pretty well for themselves. Why? Because they, they, they are able to run a bank the way you would run a business where it's, it's purpose is to make money. And a Christian mm-hmm. couldn't do that. So you can imagine throughout history, a lot of Christians watching Jews come into an area, into their neighborhoods or cities or whatever, and thrive just off of money, where Christians couldn't do that. You had to produce something. You had to make work, and and there's always you know calamities that happen that destroy your crops or your livestock or whatever it is you're doing, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, I would say it's pretty easy to get upset and salty about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I and and I imagine it's the same sort of thing that led to the persecutions in Spain which brought about the Spanish Inquisition and it's the same sort of thing that led to Hitler saying I need an enemy that I can point to and say uh, this is why things are bad. Yeah, and it was easy to point to them for if exactly I, the reasons you pointed yeah, out. Yeah, because, hey, hey, these guys have money and we don't. Um, so we could re- also replace the word Jew for rich. And just and say in many it's, cases, the, it's it would, the rich. Yeah, It's not the Jews, it's the rich. But I... I Here's the other part of this is when you talk to an anti-Semite, every single bad person throughout history is Jewish. For example, right now, Jeff Jeff Bezos. I was told Jeff Bezos is Jewish. I don't think he is. Oh, yeah. I I, maybe he is. I don't know, but I don't I, think I've he never is. known him to be specifically. That's not been a... He doesn't talk about his Jewishness. Right. I'm going to look it up. Is Jeff B-A-Z-Z-O-S Jewish? Base Jewish is not Jewish. Jeff Bezos is not Jewish. You can stop uh, searching. That's what (laughs) people are asking if the newest astronaut is Jewish. No, it says he's not. I, I'm, I'm just going to take that at face value. I don't think he is. He never talks about yeah. being Jewish, so... 
I mean, at some level, you might find that, oh, yeah, his grandmother was Jewish. Yeah, but that's not. Side, or something like that, okay? That, I don't then, think uh, Bill Gates. that into a theory of Jewishness. Bill Gates, probably one of the most evil men in America. He's not Jewish. Yeah. That's not, that's not what may put him where he is. And one of the richest men in America. It's, but it's an easy boogeyman. And here's another part of it. Um, okay, they have been, somehow they've been able to remain a group that's different than other groups. I think, I, I don't think it's unreasonable to say God might have a hand in that which we'll talk about in a minute as far as why. But Mm -hmm. let's just say, okay, they are still a group and they've remained a group. Um, There's another group of people who let's... How do I say... I'm trying to figure out a way to say this. I think... I think accusing them and trying to trying to stoke anger against them is an easy way to uh it's an easy way to make people angry and make people hateful. And I think that is what happened in Nazi Germany. We could take people who Mm. are unhappy with the situation, let's stoke their anger, and let's make it a Jew versus everyone situation, where we got a bunch of people who are killing Jews over what nobody even knows. But it's, it's the wrong fight. They should have been fighting maybe usury. And maybe fighting oh, right. greed. That's a reasonable fight. But fighting Jewishness, that's a dumb fight. It's just that I notice the people who fall into that trap, they're very angry about it. They're very hateful yeah. Yeah. about that. And you know, what? what's interesting, and this is the kind of thing that I think um, may lead people to, uh, let's say underestimate the 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 evil that say was nazism um or uh to to think that all the, you know that that the nazis themselves are um mischaracterized in their anti-jewishness even those things you said the the nazi platform um included things like working to rid society of its materialism and the materialistic culture that has grown in our society. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Civic mindedness, volunteerism, um, things that, that on their face we would call good things. Yeah. But underneath you find out it's really just a stepping stone to tyranny. 
the same way yeah. communism is in socialism, which is what we're experiencing right now. And the thing is, whether all of those things were, you know, were meant properly or were meant only as stepping stones or not, the feature of Nazism that everybody remembers today, because it's the feature that, that took over whatever else Nazism might have been, is the anti-Semitism and the, the genocidal anti-Semitism. Yeah. But... But the thing is, it's like, okay, you've got the, how is it that the same people who have a, you know, according to the historical record, let's say, a legitimate claim to being persecuted everywhere happen to be the people that seem to be an awfully lot in charge, even if there, even if some people exaggerate, you know, like by claiming Bill Gates right. is a Jew and he isn't and stuff like that. It's nonetheless true that, that an awful lot of the names that, that you might, you know, look at in the, the, the movers of history, I think a lot of them are Jews. Yeah. The, the behind the scenes financial movers of history. Yeah. So how is it, is, is this a case where some of them were a lot better at usury, at money making, at money, uh, gathering than others? And therefore some of the Jews, what we would call the elite, the, the, the Jews of conspiratorial accusation. Basically built their power structure on the backs of their fellow Jews who themselves, all they were doing was trying to make a living the way they knew how. Yeah. And that meant lending money. You know that there's another part of this that. All right. Let, take Christianity. Um, the. The way we're supposed to live, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we don't, we don't do drugs. We don't steal from people. We, uh, give to the poor. Um, uh, we, we don't get ourselves attached. We to, respect the law. Yeah. Things like that. Stuff like that. Yeah. If you live Even a Christian life, um, you're generally better off as a person. You, you're probably, other than in cases where you're being persecuted, your life is going to be better than a non-Christian's. You know what I mean? I mean, you, oh, you're not going to end yeah. up on the streets, uh, hooked on heroin because you've right. lived a Christian life. Yeah. So take that for a second and, Erase the one part about usury. So you're, you're, you have all these same laws that you're supposed to follow and culturally people look down on you if you don't follow these laws or Mm -hmm. rules, except you're allowed to do whatever you want to make and grab money. Ah, yeah. So you, you, so you, you can loan money and interest and your family and friends and your circle doesn't look that you have no social 
pressure not to do that. But but you do have all the same social pressures to live well within within the society that you're in. Right. I would think that group of people monetarily is going to do much better than everyone else. You know? And that could be the reason that Jews have succeeded so much. Because yeah, but is that the reason that they're also persecuted so much? I mean, there's this... I'm, I'm trying oh. to understand the dichotomy of the, the, the real fact that there are lots of Jewish persecutions in particular places throughout history. Yeah. And well, yet... I, there are super successful Jews. Obviously, they as individuals aren't being persecuted. Well, there's, so, there's, okay, there's, there's two things there. Number one, um, it seems like a lot of these guys, like George Soros, aren't against using their own people. Mm-hmm. Um, Using the people who were persecuted. Um, okay. Number two. Let's just say for a second that God is sustaining them as a people. As a group. He's, he's holding their Jewishness together so that we have a people we can say is Jewish. Um, okay. And again, we'll go over that in a minute because you have a, a theory on that. But if that's the case, it's also a group of people who, um, who kind of, I hate to say this, kind of deserve the punishment they're getting. Number one, for rejecting Christ. Number two, for rejecting the Father because most Jewish people are uh, atheists. Right. That was the punishment throughout the entire Old Testament. And maybe that's the punishment now. And maybe it's going to continue to be the punishment until the Jews, as a people, accept Christ. Even though he allows them the uh, success... They're, they're still in, even though they have Israel again, they are still in, uh, exile. Right. Yeah. That's, I, I think that's the, that's the thing that, and perhaps the church used to recognize this, but I think in the 20th century, the church forgot it, that the Jew, to, to the extent that the Jews are a real thing, to the extent that they're in exile, that there is a, uh, uh, I think a diaspora is what they call it. Um, it's not a dispersion from the physical land of Jerusalem and, and Israel. Rather, it's a dispersion from what they were called to, which is kingship in Christ himself. He is the promised Davidic king that would sit on the throne of David forever. 
and they were called, they are the first ones to whom that blessing of that kingdom is offered by God, to whom God intended it. Uh, but they rejected him, and, and so it went to the Gentiles. And, and he, he speaks that way in several of the parables, as if you people are the ones that I'm here to save. Yeah. But I have other sheep. And and the dogs who who get scraps off the table, they're going to get the meal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he even refers to us Gentiles as dogs. Right. <laughs> I, I remember... This point. <laughs> When I saw that parable for the first time, I remember it It hit me kind of hard. I spent a week kind of depressed about it. Like, I, I'm the dog. <laughs> I'm just a dog? This, this stinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's nothing special about you. But uh, it's there it is. And... But we see the transference even uh, foretold foretold is is too strong a word we see it uh typed in the old testament sort of like like when uh uh when isaac gave his blessing you know jacob stole the blessing from esau yeah um isaac's blessing okay well that even though it really by rights belonged to esau that that was kind of that is understood by the church today as sort of foretelling that the gospel would be taken from the Jews who rejected it. I mean, Esau, remember, he sold his, his birthright for a bowl of soup. Yeah. And they rejected Christ, and so it was given to the Gentiles. Um, now, we don't have any Old Testament example of, of the descendants of Esau coming back and, and somehow recovering their birthright. Um So I, I guess it, it in one sense, I feel like, Am I just being silly by saying one day God's going to convert the Jews and they're going to come back into the church? Um, I don't know. I, but that's I something say, that I believe. And I know there are a lot of Catholics who believe that. I personally think that will happen. And I mean, even that the Antichrist is supposed to be Jewish. So, in the end, the end times, the Jews are still going to be there as a people. You know what I mean? They're not. They're not going anywhere. Right. Right. So if if you believe the prophecy that the Antichrist is going to be a Jewish guy, then well, that then that means, means there are that Jewish guys. There are Jewish people who still we call them Jews, and mm-hmm. it's a real thing. So, I've also heard, okay, there's other things, like the Freemasons. Um, Oh, right. There was a group called the Freemasons, and more of them were Jewish than Christian. Right. Jews Jews are allowed to be Freemasons, I guess. Uh, Catholics are, are not. I don't think Catholics are allowed to. I heard a rumor that, that one of the 20th century popes, like, granted permission. I don't, no, I kind of don't think so. I've I think never Catholics heard of that happening. Simply can't be Freemasons. Um, whether they incur a, uh, automatic excommunication by joining the Freemasons, I don't know. Um, but I, but I, it's, 
I think the Lutherans can. Yeah, I think I think and, most of the non-Catholic, that most of the Protestant Christian churches, I, I think they're fine with it for some reason. Well, always, maybe because, I think they always have been. You know what? It's it's again. It's like like you said. Take take the term Jewish out and put uh, anti-Christian in or non-Christian, yeah. mostly anti-Christian, and everything still makes sense and even makes a little bit more sense. Um, some of the, um, some of the weird alliances that, that have even shifted in our timeline start to make sense then. Um, like, okay, so we just talked about, well, Protestants are, they, they allow themselves to be Freemasons. Well, Freemasonry as it, you know, and, and I know that there's a lot of, uh, people will roll their eyes and, ah, oh, no, it's just a group of Masons. They're, they're, they're secret, so people make up all kinds of things about them. But I've heard it's pretty well documented that they actually do have a long-term project of, uh, toppling the Catholic Church, for lack of a better word, specifically the Catholic Church. Right. Not any other Christian church. Um, but then you've got things like, I, I mean, wouldn't you have, have said, say, um, oh, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, maybe, uh, that the liberals were fairly anti-Semitic? You could count on liberals being, for example, anti-Israel while the conservative politicians tended to be in support of our alliance with Israel like that? I, I don't know about that. That's the impression I got. I never got that. I thought the liberals were... I, I thought the opposite. I didn't I mean, actually... I didn't think, think of like the then Barack Obama gets elected to the president and he's all about... He, I mean, he like worked for the... Uh, the, the development and the health of the Muslim regimes against Israel. Yeah. I, so, I, I don't know. I, I never thought of liberals as being anti-Semitic. I just, I always, I mean, when I look at, at shows like, uh, All in the Family and a couple of the other liberal 60s, 70s TV shows, they were always well, that's true. The, that, that was the So, yeah. I, you know. There's also the... That's another thing, is, is, is Israel itself. Um, a lot of people will... Their complaint with the Jews is not necessarily Jewish. It's pro-Zionist. If It's the Zionists who are the bad guys. And, and I said, what's Zion? Are you talking about Israel? The, the, the creation it, of a new nation called Israel and, and the defense of it from then on? Is that what you're saying is pro-Zionism? Zionism. Yeah. And it's like, they say, yeah, but I don't understand that at all. What, why is that a bad thing? Yeah. Why? I mean, okay. <laughs> what, you know, maybe, maybe they didn't have a right to it, but 
nobody has a right to anything until they conquer it and it becomes theirs. And then establish theirs. themselves. And now, it, it, you know, the right passes and, you know, to their children. Um, it, it, in fact, if, if there's any nation that, that has some kind of basis for a claim to a right, it would be the Jews. Now, yeah. as Catholics, as Christians, we say, their right was fulfilled. Their right was already delivered. God, through Jesus and the cross and his kingship, has already forever established their home. It's called the Christian church, and that is the new Jerusalem, and that is their home forever. Anytime they want to come back to it, that's the land. That's the promised land Right. Um, now that Christ has come. But... Putting that theology and that understanding aside, um, I'm not aware of, of many other cultures whose, uh, or many other, say, religions, I don't know whether you call them a culture or religion or whatever, whose sort of, um, founding texts, whose, whose, whose scriptural heritage has a specific claim that the God of all creation said, you get this land right here forever. Right. Yeah, that's all, that's only the Jews who are able to, to, to have a claim. Like I mean, I've that. never even heard of another religion with a similar claim. Right. Uh, sometimes it's in stories as far as how they got there, but it's never a promise from some deity. Except yeah. in Judaism. Right. And and even if it wasn't, um, if there's a group of people who identify together as a group, distinct from all the other groups, if there's that group of people, it's not really out of the realm for those people to want to have a nation that they can call theirs. You right. Know? Right. Now, this isn't like white people saying we need our own nation because there's a ton of white nations out there and or black people saying they want their own nations. It, it's not like that. This is something very different from that. Yeah, there's it's it's a and it's not even quite the same as if Catholics said we want our own nation. Right. I mean, yeah, OK, we, we actually would like, you know all nations to to acknowledge at least Christ but we want them to do so because it's the right you know that that's how nations will prosper um mm-hmm. and and be at peace not not but it's it's not like we say okay the rest of the world can go do its own thing we want a nation that is ours so that we can do our own thing catholics don't even see it that way right so, someone being a Zionist, I, I don't know why someone would object to that. And someone objects to saying, okay, it's not just that they want this nation, but they want it to prosper above all others. Well, that kind of makes sense. That's the way you're supposed well, yeah, to be about I mean, your you, nation. You want your country, yeah. If, if that, everybody should have that patriotic sense. Um, now, does it mean that all other nations are, I, I mean, maybe that's the thing. Maybe if if Zionism is not only a prosperous, say, Israel, but a specific 
geopolitical order in which all other nations are explicitly subject to Israel. The way, for example, China wants the world to be. Right. With all countries subject to China. Now, if, if that's what they, if that is what the Zionist Jews have in mind, okay, yeah, I got a problem with that. Yeah. At the same time, I see more hatred against Zionism over Chinese. Yeah. Who are yeah. actually accomplishing this. And yet the Chinese have a much more, yeah, I was going to say, they're, they actually have a possibility of pulling it off. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The I think there's another part of this. Uh, let's say that a anti-Semite is justified in everything they say, which a lot, okay. as we've demonstrated, it's hard to even pinpoint what they're saying. But let's yeah. say they're completely right. Mm-hmm. Wow. What good does it do to to talk about it or even fight it the way it's being talked about and fought? Um, if if there's a group of Jews who are planning on taking over the world, um, and who have already taken over all these institutions, I. The way out of this is not to identify them as the enemy, but to identify evil as the enemy and fight evil. Oh, not necessarily so, so a even group if of they, people. Even if they pulled it off, if you could fight the evil successfully, they will have pulled it off for good rather than for evil. I mean, if, if, uh, or am I being too simplistic? No, it's just that, okay, I, I don't even know if they claim that, that Jews are behind the, uh, say, th- something like the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Oh, but right. We right. know the evil of the vaccine now. We yeah. know how bad it is. We, yeah. we know so now it was fight that used against us. The reason that the vaccine is succeeding is not because a bunch of Jews are in power. The reason people don't is know how evil it is, and people aren't good Christians. Yeah, that's really all there is to it. All you got to do is work on being a good Christian, being a being a good Catholic, actually. Yeah, but but here's what the the here's what the conspiracy theorists, the the Jewish conspiracy theorists, will say. There are those many good Christians who are who understand how bad the vaccine is they're fighting to get the information and the news out there and many other good christians who would you know who want to know the truth who would pay attention simply aren't getting the message because the jews are controlling the main media channels by which that message could get to people that's what they say that's that's the that's the conspiratorial claim that's what I don't believe, though. Um, look at the mask mandates. Look how obedient everyone was. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't need 
some big conspiracy to do it. Everybody just wanted to. Everyone was so happy to comply. And it it's it's weird the way we noticed how the only place, the only dividing line we could find between mask wearers and non-mask wearers was in the traditional Latin mass. Yeah. That was the only place nobody wore a mask. I mean, you had your, your, your one-offs, you know, people who just like to raise trouble and stuff. Um, yeah. But for the most part, yeah, as, as in terms of any kind of identifiable cultural group, it was the TLM goers who said, no, no mask. I'm not going to bother. That, I, that's more telling me than anything else. And they, of course, a, a stupid dog keeps making noise. He keeps oh. opening the door <laughs> well, every heard. time I close it. Um, so it's just that, I, I don't know. It just seems to me that a good Christian wouldn't fall for the vaccine. Oh. Or fall for the masks. Or fall for any other garbage that's going on. I think the right. people who are falling for it don't want to be shown the truth. If you yeah, are not red-pilled at this point, you don't want to be red-pilled. Yeah. In fact, even when even when COVID was first like ramping up, before the masks, remember... Uh, there were the like stay in your house, don't go out, don't go yeah, outside, the don't don't associate. The sh- the it's even crazy. before the official shutdown, it was like you know you had had um social media jokes about somebody calling the police to report uh that my neighbors aren't as scared as they should be. So because and in America it was a little more difficult, but in other countries they were even having rules about you know you weren't even allowed to leave your house. Yeah. Not that you weren't allowed to gather at a place, but you couldn't leave your house um, without some kind of specific reason. And th- the thing is, the people who were fearful about COVID, the people who bought into it and who huddled up and, and took all of that to heart, were the people who did not have a Christian outlook on life. Because to them, this was the only life. Exactly. To a Christian... This is life. It's going to end someday. It might have ended three days after you were born, and it might end a hundred years after you were born. It'll end when God's ready for it to end. And and when he's ready, nothing you can do will stop it. And until he's ready, no disease is going to cause it. So yeah. if this is the, the way he has it, so be it. Live your life well. Grow closer to him and be not afraid. And that's that, how Christians were, the good Christians. Is how Christians ought to be. Yeah. And instead of that's how the TLM boogeyman about who's controlling what. And I hate to say this, but a lot of the hatred to me seems like just um, jealousy. Someone blaming like envy. Not even jealousy or envy. It's more like just hatred because. Your life isn't as good as someone else's. Oh. You know? Well, that that's kind just... of like envy. I almost think it's not even that. I think, because here's the thing. I feel a lot of this way myself. There are a lot of things in society 
that aren't the way they ought to be, that have nothing specifically and directly to do with how good my life is. I have a good life. I have a very um, happy and easy life when it comes down to it. But there's just a lot of garbage in society yeah. that shouldn't be there, that, that would allow so much more fun and prosperity to exist. Yeah. Not to mention better Christianity to exist <laughs> if we didn't have it there. And I think that some people see that and they have that, they intuit something along those lines. Okay. And so it's not, it's not even about their own personal situation. It's just an anger that the world isn't working the way they intuit the world ought to be working. Okay. I can see that. But really the only way to fight that, because if it wasn't a Jewish guy controlling the media, it would be another evil guy controlling the media. It would be somebody. Yeah. Hey, mass it media be is a Christian. going to be controlled. Um, so and wait, so I mean, the, the yeah. way to fight it is again in very tight circle around yourself to be a good Christian and or and specifically to be a good Catholic. That's the only answer to any of these problems that and draw are, anybody you, know, you have influence over into that circle as best you can. Yeah. I mean I mean your family, you know, your wife first, your children next. Now, there are things that happen, I know. For example, one of the claims is that it was a Jewish uh, conspiracy that ended up causing 9-11. I I don't know who started the idea of let's drive airplanes into buildings. Maybe it was a Jew. Who cares? It was still an anti-Christian. Yeah. And every single person who took part in it was an anti-Christian. And no Christians took part in it. They they wouldn't be Christian if they did. But I know that some of the people who took part in it were, weren't Jewish. The Muslims aren't Jewish. Yeah. Well, maybe they got fooled into doing it. How do you fool someone into committing suicide? That's dumb. Yeah. yeah. If you I mean, got fooled like... into committing suicide, you... As a bomber or whatever, then then you you're an anti-Christian. That's really the only thing to say about that. If you go into a building and blow it up with everybody inside it, you're an anti-Christian. Maybe you were Jewish. Maybe you were Muslim. Maybe you were an atheist. But why hang it on the Jews? Right. Well, like I said, you know, the thing is, let going back to what you said. Suppose Jews are doing all the things people say Jews are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we're you know this is a podcast about Catholic things, so so we're not talking about this from a purely secular point of view. We're not. We don't have a formula for if you don't believe in God. Here's how you address this situation. But look at how God treated the Jews. 
when they were doing what he wanted them to do, they prospered. And when they, in their prosperity, turned to things that he didn't want them to do, not only did their prosperity drop, but that's when they, you know, they were harangued and harassed and and, uh, invaded by their neighbors and eventually completely expelled. In fact, King Nebuchadnezzar, uh, the Babylonian king who came and, and burned Jerusalem and took, took a bunch of the temple, uh, vessels and tools away and and exiled the Jews and everything. It's interesting, several times in the scripture, God refers to him as King Nebuchadnezzar, my servant. Now, he was not a good guy. He He didn't care anything about the Lord, but the Lord identified him as my servant. And that's exactly how the world is today. It is still all in God's hands. Yeah. If the Jews are, the you know, and I'm putting quotes around the Jews, if the Jews are doing this, God will take care of it. Yeah. Um, even as uh, Christ was looking at the cross that was about to be put on his shoulder... He told Pilate, you wouldn't, you have this power because God gave it to you. Yeah. That's the way we ought to understand these things, that Mm -hmm. if someone's in power, it's because they're allowed to be in power. God's allowing them to do that. Whether, whether they're in power, you know, in, in, in some cases, perhaps so that you, along with other people, can show God's glory by resisting them and overthrowing them, um, as I believe was, you know, say a correct thing, even though it wasn't a religious war at all, a correct thing for the American revolutionaries to do, or so that you can suffer and unite your sufferings to Christ on the cross and thereby bring about conversions and bring graces into the world. Um, either way... Yeah. It's still by God's allowance that whoever it is has that power at that moment. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the proper way to see all of this. Um, I just, I just can't muster up anger at, quote, the Jews. Because. Yeah. Aside from the difficulty of even identifying who a Jew is, the the answer to everything is Christianity. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason to worry about the groups of people who aren't Christians. Just worry about... Uh, worry about fighting the evil in your own circle. And you don't have to fight Jews. You could just fight anti-Christians. Who yeah. a, a lot of the successful ones happen to be Jewish because if you're not Christian, you fall into a lot of other traps like uh, drug use and alcohol abuse, things like that. 
And so you don't really succeed in life. Whereas the Jews don't fall into that. So they do, they are more likely to succeed in life. And I think that's why then there's such a high number of successful Jews. That and because of the usury, which we talked about. Yeah. I don't have, uh, I don't know. I, I know it's going to be a, 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 a polar subject, but I don't really know what to say about <laughs> I it. I know after that. we're going to have, we're, we're, I don't know if any of your sons listen to it. Um, some of mine do, and, and it'll probably be like, okay, <clears throat> they'll come back. Well, this? dad, you didn't talk about, about this, this or this or this, or you didn't address that. Okay. Well, I you asked know? some of them for a list. You tell me mm-hmm. what you're worried about, and I'll talk about it. But I guess we'll move on to news. Okay. But before we do, I did want to talk. We did. It is the Christmas uh, week. Um. I had a pretty good Christmas. Uh, I have a new grandbaby that I was able to spend a lot of time with. Uh, there was a kind of a division in my family that that uh, is on its way to being healed, and that's nice. Um, I really got everything I wanted. That's what I wanted for Christmas, and that's what I got. But... Um, Someone close to me had someone close to them take his own life on Christmas morning. Um, I don't know. You know, when things like that happen, people have a tendency to kind of like make it all about them. Like things like, oh, I was the last person he talked to or, oh, yeah, I heard him say this. The last time I talked to him, and I knew I should have said something, but I I didn't say anything, and now I wish I had. And it's like, I don't I don't know why people do that, but I I consciously try to make sure I'm not doing that. But mm-hmm. it, um, you know, just try to stay in the background and help if you can. But um, I did find out that this guy uh, listened to our podcast, which. I don't know why that that disturbed me so much. It's wow. like, and I think I mean if I met the guy once in my whole life, he seemed like a normal guy. Uh, so, do you mean listened as a regular or happened to listen to one? I think he was a regular listener. Wow, man! That, I know. It's just I don't know why kinda... that bugs me, but it's like I I think the. The main cause was loneliness. Uh, he didn't have a wife or kids. He didn't appear to me as someone who would have a whole lot of trouble finding a wife or kids. And kids. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I mean, wife, he, or kids. <laughs> uh, wife and then kids. He, yeah. I mean, he, he wasn't like, not Captain America, not a chick magnet, no, but... but- but he, yeah, I mean, you know how there's some guys that's guy. like, oh, yeah, he's probably not going to end up getting married, but yeah, yeah. But you know, socially, he seemed pretty normal. Mm-hmm. He made a fair amount of money. Um, why was this guy lonely? I don't. It. it hmm. I, 
we've got this weird society where, because I asked some of the boys about it. I said, why, why, why didn't he date people? Well, you don't get to date anymore unless you're online all the time. I didn't know this. You're not allowed to, like, just talk you to just a girl? Don't, no, you just a don't woman? find dates. The dating scene is, is online? via social, uh, these social networking sites. And oh. that's how people date nowadays. I did not and realize then, that. Um, and the ones that are specifically for dating are not really dating sites. They're hookup sites. Oh, right, right. So it's actually I, hard to find somebody for a serious, in, in any context in life today, hard to find somebody for a serious kind of relationship. It seems like it. Maybe for and a young guy. It's sad. But if anyone listens to our podcast and are lonely, don't do that. That's not that's not the answer. There's I don't know what to say other than that. Yeah. I, it, it it causes so much pain to other people. And most of the time I don't think people realize how much pain it causes to the people around them, you know. I, I I assume that a guy who's gonna do that is in the line of thought where you know the. I don't think anyone's really gonna care. Maybe people will even be relieved, but that's just I, I've never heard of that being the case. I've never yeah. heard of someone saying, "Yeah, I'm glad he's gone." That doesn't happen. No, no. I yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I and I've known a few, you know, I, I encountered a few of, of similar tragedies in my life and it's never been a case where anybody yeah. has felt like that. It's always very ugly afterwards. The the emotional cleanup that has to happen is very ugly after a suicide. So I don't know what else to say. I felt like I had to say something because, you know, one of those heavy on my heart type of things. But um, I guess we'll get to the news, though. There's a lot of news. Okay. Andrew, Andrew Tate was arrested. Andrew Tate is this guy who I don't even know what you call him. He's a he's an influencer who's kind of anti-feminism. Who's gotten a lot of uh, not just anti? He's gotten a lot of publicity because seems like because kind of like anti-female. It does seem like he's anti-female. That's really what it seems like. He's not anti-feminism. He is anti-feminism. He's anti-men acting like women, which I'm mm-hmm. against too. I don't like it when men act like women. I don't like it when men bow down to women. It's sick and disgusting. But this guy was just kind of a dog. That's all. You know? And I also understand he recently uh, converted to Islam. Uh, But here it looks like he and his brother had formed some kind of... uh, Organized crime ring where oh, wow. uh, 
human trafficking is involved, sex trafficking. Maybe he was just like a pimp, I don't know. They're calling it sex trafficking, but maybe that's just, he had a horror house, you know? This was in, he lives in Romania. And maybe he's just enough of a personality that it's like, hey, we got a reason we could go arrest this guy. Let's go do it. I wonder if that's what's going on here. I don't know any details. just says uh, busted in Romania Thursday related to sex trafficking allegations. That's kind of all we know so far. But worth mentioning. We'll see what happens. Uh, So the Spanish... Congress of Deputies passes a bill, uh, 188 to 150, allowing anyone over the age of 16 to legally change their gender on their identity card. Oh my! So that uh, that still has to go over to the Senate. So I guess that's kind of their their House of Representatives. Um, still has to go to Senate, but. It did. It, it wasn't a. It didn't. I mean, it was a close vote, one eighty-eight to one fifty. But there was another one, and I can't remember who it was. Uh, Scotland has a new gender law that would. Uh, let's see. So in Scotland, you can become a woman just by saying you're a woman, and then. You have to be treated like a woman by the law. So if you're arrested for something, you could say, hey, I'm a woman. Well, Only with the women. <laughs> there's that, and there's also, there's other things that, I I, I mean, Is the laws are different for men and women. Is a week that you're allowed to switch back and forth before they say, oh, you've, you've met your quota or something like that? I don't think they've uh, they haven't thought addressed that far down it yet. The road. Yeah, they haven't <laughs> thought that. You'd think they would, but they passed, this law passed eighty-three to thirty-nine. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That is nuts. I don't. What's wrong with everyone? Everybody's yeah, crazy. This is so simple. This is like the simplest thing. Man, woman. There's there's such a huge difference. You only got to look at one, and then you know. But if, I don't know, if a guy thought he was a dog, and you said, hey, you're a racist because you won't address him as a dog, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of what's going on. Um, so, you know what? I'm not even going to call talk about that FTX thing. Did you know, I don't. If from the very beginning, we were saying, "Well, this whole Ukraine thing, this is all about money laundering," mm-hmm. and now they're proving it. And there's this whole. They were doing it through a uh, cyber currency, and that's how yeah. they were doing a lot of it. And now they're, I guess, you know, it's out now. So one of the guys who was a part of it is going to take the fall for everyone. But I think all of our politicians were taking part in that. I don't think anyone, any of those people were fooled. Yeah. Yeah. None of their hands are 
clean. Yeah. At least 200 million people uh, were undergoing weather warning advisories this weekend uh, due to this uh, winter storm. It's super cold. Uh, 1.5, yeah, 1.5 million people without power. Man, that's, in, that's insane. As cold as it was, you know how many busted pipes are out there? I know. That's, it's a, it's a shame. Uh, and, and I don't, people ought to wake up because this is coming. Uh, yeah, with all the power the, companies the wanting to is, get onto the stupid, uh, Green New Deal. Um, yeah, the, the the green thing. You're going to have more of this stuff causing problems. I mean, cold weather does not have to cause problems anywhere in the United States if power companies would reject the Green New Deal. Yeah, but Biden has already cut off enormous uh, uh, sources of power. And that's why gas prices are going up. That's why everything's going up. Uh, it's going to continue getting worse. And pretty soon people are going to be without power, not because of a tree that hit a power line, but because we just don't have the power. You were, yeah, you were selected to not get power today. Uh, the Taliban issues a decree banning female employees from all non-governmental organizations in Afghanistan. Oh, okay. So, I guess they were already banned from the government. Now they're banned. Oh, okay. From... They just extended it. Okay. okay. Now, I don't know if that, if a non-governmental organization, if that includes businesses, or do they mean organizations that are something like other than NGOs, like yeah, like like yeah. aid organizations and stuff like that that aren't attached to a government. Uh, huh. So, why... I mean, look, okay, so look at something like this. Why do Muslims continue to be the darlings of the liberals? It's exactly what you said. It's so Because weird. they're yeah. united as anti-Christian. Yeah. So, I mean, if you wanted a, a group to hate, the Muslims are the perfect group. Of course, they don't have much power, not not in the West. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, they're gaining it. Mm-hmm. And I get, I think these these liberals think that they can use the Muslims because, as Christians and as Catholics, we openly reject Muslims and uh, think that they yeah. ought not to be here. But and they think so. You know, I guess. Uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, mm -hmm. but uh, I think they're. I think in some of the European communities, they're getting a surprise, and uh, things are getting bad. Uh, let's see. Speaking of Muslims, fourteen Iranian fishermen are returned to Iran after eight years of ca captivity in Somalia. Wow. They were uh, captured by jihadists, and I think, I, I, I mean, I think this was a ransom thing, but they were just fishermen. Oh, but they not a, not a religious, I mean, they were captured by jihadists, but not for religious reasons. 
Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, it's hard to tell. I just don't understand why did they keep them alive for eight years? Yeah, it's, it's I, I mean, mean, it costs money, right? To keep fourteen men alive, you got to feed they, them. And does stuff. it say whether they were ransomed? The men were found in Somalia by police last month and freed from the jihadists after negotiations between the captors, tribal chiefs, and Somali elders. Okay. No, it doesn't say. It's a weird thing. Huh. Uh, I guess it's not easy to figure out who is in charge in a place like Somalia. Yeah. Uh... Russian President Vladimir Putin issues a decree to prohibit the exports of Russian oil and petroleum products to countries and organizations that adhere to the price cap that we talked about two weeks right ago. Before, yeah. Um, I don't. It's a weird way to say this. Why don't they just say he said? Uh, I mean. He's just not selling oil to people who won't pay the going rate, the the rate that he wants to yeah. to say that he. It's just a weird way to say this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess he had to do it by through a decree. But if he didn't do it, if he didn't decree this, would the companies still sell oil at at a loss? You know what Maybe I mean? not at a That's loss, weird. but if if there are some companies who who because oil is not just a question of how much it costs to produce now and what can you get for it, it's how much does it cost to store it? Because yeah. most of the oil in play in the world today is actually in storage, not just being pulled out of the ground right now immediately. So I could imagine that they're depending on how they had played their cards. Five years ago, there may be companies, Russian oil companies, that are in a position to sell oil at these lower prices without taking a loss. Okay. Yeah. Well, Putin says no. Right. Uh, the judge in Michigan, remember the guys who supposedly uh, plotted to kidnap Governor Whitner. Oh, the the FBI, the FBI plot. (laughs) So sick. (laughs) That guy was sentenced to 16 years in prison. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. That's terrible. Uh, Did you see it? There's a Spanish whiskey ad that shows an old man helping his grandson come out as trans. Oh, that's disgusting. It's a Christmas whiskey whiskey commercial. What was the name of the whiskey? I'll make sure I never buy it. I I don't know. Spanish, I don't think it's Spanish even sold whiskey. In it. I've never heard. I don't of even it. think of Spain as they're so weird. Whiskeys. Yeah, or being trans. Yeah. Saint Sainsburys, Sainsburys, the Royal British Legion. I don't know. Hmm. It's such a weird. Uh, oh, I'm reading the wrong thing. I'm sorry. Um, J and B. It's J and B. J and B. Have you ever B? Even heard of that? J and B blended scotch. It's probably also oh, it's here that would be scotch, not Spanish. No, they spell they sell scotch in 
Spain. I know, but scotch, scotch is, is scotch because it's made in Scotland. Whether they sell it in Spain or not. Oh, maybe some Spanish company who sells J&B made an ad. So all scotch is made in Scotland? I, yeah, that's what scotch whiskey is. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Well, either way, it's a Spanish company and it's a okay. Spanish uh, commercial. I, I watched, I tried to watch it. It's like four minutes long. It's like three or four minutes long. It's a, you would never watch a commercial for this long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it's and it's a stupid commercial. It's really dumb. <laughs> dumb little infomercial it, it's about just, coming out trans. The whole thing is trans. so stupid. I can't imagine this helping them to uh, sell, sell whiskey. scotch. I, well, I, I, yeah. won't, I won't buy any J&B. I'm not aware of what it tastes like myself. I've never had any. But now I know not to buy it as well. Yeah, okay. Well, Canadian government releases a children's coloring book about assisted suicide. Oh, wow. That That's is evil. Nuts. That's crazy. Uh, so, I guess there was a multi-million dollar uh, case against... I'm not sure who it's against. That Let's see... North Shore University Healthcare System uh, for trying to force people to get the COVID shot. Oh, okay. And it or they looks won't like them? no, I think, or they're not allowed to work. Oh, they're not These allowed to work workers. for them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like I think I heard about this lawsuit. Yeah, it's for ten point three million dollars. It's. Granted final approval over a $10.3 million settlement for oh, okay. over 500 workers. So they're so settling, not, cool. not going to uh, trial. Yeah. They denied them religious exemptions. Mm-hmm. Right. I would have held out for more. Is it $10 million divided by 500? I don't know. That's... And it's especially since it's a university... These yeah. universities have so much money, it's sick. Yeah, Even that's if only it's $20,000 a person. I mean, if, if you sure? if you spent six months unable to work and all the hardship that caused, you'd want more than $20,000 in recompense. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't accept that. I'd say no. Hell no. I'm checking your mail. Divided by five. Yeah, it's $20,000. You're right. Well, uh, they took it. So, yep. survey finds younger priests are far more conservative than older clergy. Duh. We knew that 15 that's, years ago. <laughs> that's because the the Vatican II experiment has, has stopped being interesting. Yeah. It, it's dated. It's just dumb now. <laughs> Um, it's like disco. Kentucky court rules that a buffer zone outside abortion clinics violates the First Amendment. So they're oh. trying to set up these buffer zones around so you, abortion you, clinics. You can't where, protest within a certain amount yeah. of feet of the door. And the court ruled, nope, that's a violation of the First Amendment. Yeah, and it's not even just the protesting, but like the sidewalk counselors. 
Right. Yeah. Which does a lot of good. Interest. Know? That's I interesting mean, too. So, uh, and this was in where Louisville. Uh, yeah. EMD EMW Women's Surgical Center in Louisville. That's where this fight went down. Okay. And they said no, no buffer zone. Uh, Pope Francis, in, in an address to the Roman Curia, said that it was heresy to not translate the gospel into modern ways of thinking. Uh, what does that mean, modern ways of thinking? He, he used that word thinking? Ways of thinking, yeah. Um, rather than having the teachings of Christ as a perennial, perennially valid form, he argued that they should adopt a form that is constantly changing rather than remaining constant for all ages. Yeah, well, that's just dumb. That's the point of the church is that it's it's constant it for is all constant. ages. Yeah. That's This guy's so bad. Here's the thing. I would have given him a pass if he had said modern ways of speaking. But he didn't. He said modern ways of thinking. Yeah. That's a whole different ball game. Yeah. Uh so I guess there were people who were getting their accounts suspended on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, these are the people who were doxing, like, no. Elon's jet? Oh, different people. No. Yeah, these are people who spoke against U.S. funding for Ukraine. Oh, and Elon's seating, uh, allowing yeah. their accounts to be suspended? He said that he's perplexed. He doesn't know why it's happening. Uh, I guess he's saying he's going to look, look into, into it. it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we'll at see least what he's happens. Given it lip service for now, let's see how it goes. Yeah, we would have been. I, I doubt we would have a Twitter account. I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't tried to do Twitter, but we have one. I don't, but I never put anything on it because I don't do social <laughs> media anymore. Yeah. Sometime we'll have to do a, a podcast on whether Saint Paul would do social media. And, and yeah. to what degree and that kind of stuff would he pull punches? I just punches? don't think he would. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, that's all the news I got. All right. Well, I got four items. Um. So I don't know about you. I like donuts. I, in fact, I really like donuts. I go back but, and forth on donuts. A fellow in Bismarck. Uh, fell afoul of the law when he allegedly raised a hatchet towards a convenience store clerk who was trying to stop him from stealing the donuts. The charge is felony terrorizing and misdemeanor criminal trespass in connection with the incident on Friday. Uh, said he put packaged donuts in his... Oh, says he put them in his coat. Um, and he put the donuts back, but became agitated when the clerk told him to leave. That's when he pulled the hatchet. Okay, so he's not being charged with attempted theft because he put him back before he pulled the hatchet out. And then he left you know, the store. You know, that's the thing is that there, there's this thing where, and and it, I mean, even as a kid, I remember it was like, 
Okay, if a guy's gonna rob the bank or rob you, you don't do anything to stop him. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to get shot, number one. Right. Number two, insurance might not cover your whatever. Number three, there was... It was like people would say, well, if you kill the guy, he could sue you. Or not if you kill him. Oh, if, right. you if you hurt the, hurt guy, the guy, he, he could, could sue, sue you. you. Yeah. And it was like, no, that's not a thing, really. But now it is. It now it's like it if is. somebody comes into your store mm-hmm. and they try to take something and you try to stop them, uh, you can get sued. Yeah. And what's more is people can, I don't some cities have this law where you can steal up to say $900 worth of stuff before the prosecutor will decide to do anything against you you know yeah. what i mean so as so long as you, you go store arrested, to store you just, and and keep it low for each store it's yeah. like you're not even considered a a prosecutable tr- criminal it's such a weird thing it so is. it's like a guy comes in and I I would never open a retail place. Yeah. Now. Yeah. It's and I think I think you've heard me go on and on about Walmart and the way but a lot of people think that the sin of Walmart is destroying all the small mom and pop shops. Yeah. I don't think that. But I think this whole COVID thing is to destroy small mom-and-pop shops, number one. And number two, I think this this thing where we allow criminals to do whatever they want, I think this is directly against small business, small retail business. And I think it's on purpose. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine owning a retail shop nowadays. I would never do it. But this guy went to take donuts. The donut guy's like, no, I don't think so. He pulls out a hatch. Well, I'm glad they arrested him. When I was in high school, we had to write a, we had to write a myth. You know, in English class, or whatever they call it, language arts class, we did this... Uh, um, section on on you know greek mythology or whatever so we had to write a myth as as one of our projects and like just make one up yeah 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 not recount an existing one but but write a mythical makeup and write a mythical story and yeah. mine you know was kind of purposely humdrum you know sort of like like i tried to be tone it very um counter to the type of mythical language you would use when, you know, you think of how the Greek myths are told. Like, for example, the, um, the God's name was just Joe or something like that. I forget exactly. Actually, I think it was Sam. Come to think of it. But anyway, point is one of the aspects of it was that during this particular time in the world's history, theft was legal. And I was just trying to come up with the stupidest, silliest kind of thing that I could to put into a story just for the purpose of being funny. And it's yeah. almost like now it's come true. Well, it ain't so funny. And no, not funny it at stinks. all when it's true. 
it stinks for all these retailers. Yeah. Who, I, I you know, a they lot of them. Blo- I mean, they put everything into that. It, it's in their blood. You mm-hmm. know, they they had a store and they ran the store and they kept it clean and they, you know, put everything into it and it's just being stolen from them. Yeah. All over America. It stinks. And it's a, it's a shame. And I don't blame it on Amazon or Walmart. I blame it on the government. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, the second one is a little bit more um, eh, interesting, up, upbeat, whatever. So um, the president and CEO of the Boys and Girls Club of uh, Dane County, Wisconsin, in Madison, Wisconsin had been given some some donation money to be used as tips to as part of their like pay it forward campaign where okay. leaves money for yeah. people who are in need of it. And you know, he he left a $1000 tip for this waitress on Christmas morning. Now, why they were working on Christmas, I don't know, but she was a waitress waiting tables at Gus's Diner in Sun Prairie just outside of Madison. Uh this was 6 a.m. Um, and started chatting with one of the customers. He ended up leaving her a $1,000 tip. Uh, he told the newspaper he was looking for people in need as part of the club's Pay It Forward campaign. His Christmas was booked with families. He planned to help starting 7.30 a.m., so he searched the Internet for a restaurant open at 6, learned about the diner, gotten an email about, about it, wanted to make sure that her customer service, wanted to measure her customer service skills and demeanor. He was impressed enough to pull a thousand dollars from the five thousand dollars of tip money that had been donated. It's a pretty good server. Yeah. He said about twelve servers got big tips, but this woman got the biggest one. You know, I okay I try not to do any kind of shopping on especially Christmas, but yeah, any of the but uh, holy holidays. Days. Yeah. And uh if I go on Christmas, I try to take a $10 bill with me to tip leave whoever. as a tip. Yeah, because I, I don't think they should that have they have to, to work. work. Yeah, it sucks. Um, if I had a lot more money, I would I would do that. Do more That's, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, would, I would leave a giant, unreasonable tip, and it's like, mm-hmm. this is stupid that you're here, but okay, here's this. Have a Merry Christmas. Well, kind of nice, but in our silly yeah. department, uh, under the you never know what you can do till you try, a fourth grader in Maryland breaks the world record for can stacking. A Maryland fourth grader earned a Guinness World Record when he stacked 21 cans of food into the shape of a pyramid in 30 seconds. 21 cans in, in 30, 30 seconds. seconds. He's in they the under 16 category. Let's see if they have a video. Beat the previous under 16 record of 15 cans. So he doubled against the previous record. Well, that's cool. Yeah. He How said, I, the I thought being be? a little bit famous was a good idea as long as nobody's coming to my doorstep to get my attention. <laughs> yeah. 
They should have the video there so that they can see it. Oh, yeah, that would be kind of neat. Well, there's okay. a link. Let me see if the well, link Wait, he does it one-handed. He does it one-handed. Okay, I found a video. Oh, okay. So that's the... I'm waiting for the video to load. It probably won't load on my computer. I have all kinds of ad blockers and stuff. But to be honest, he's going really slow. And this can't be it. This is something else. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That's... It's, he said 21. This must be just a demo of how he did it. This is not, not him the, actually doing it. Not the one. I, my, my computer won't even load the video. So yeah, I can't okay. See they do not have a video of, of him doing thing. it okay. for okay. the video. So, But uh, it just seems like a weird record. Right, yeah, well, Whatever. congratulations anyway. <laughs> I told the story about my son trying to get into the book, right? Yeah. Which one was this? Charlie. Charlie, Charlie. Charlie. He can, like, snap his fingers super fast. Wait a minute. I think Charlie might be here. Hold on a second. No. He didn't do it, did he? Yeah. Because he submitted all his info, but they it's like the site was down or something. Oh, he might be here at your house. <laughs> okay, I thought you meant... <laughs> He might be out of practice, so don't expect too much. If, but but sure, invite him. We'll see. All right, folks. <laughs> Charlie is here with me, and we're gonna we're gonna have him demo the Guinness Book of World Record fast snapping. Charlie, we want to hear you snap. All right, you gotta do it close to the microphone. All right, you ready? Go. Damn, that's fast. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, that, that's not what he's really doing. <laughs> yeah, he was just snapping. He had both hands going. He's just yeah. snapping his fingers. And that's he does like he doing. two fingers on each hand so that it's... Yeah, it sounded pretty cool. I've got, I've got the uh, audio, uh, you know, I'm recording and I can see the sound waves. Good. So maybe I'll put a picture of that up on the... Uh, in the show notes. Oh, yeah, that'd be but neat. That, okay, that was pretty cool. That'd be neat. Yeah, I get it. All right. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, another world record. <laughs> and this one, I don't, I don't know. Idaho duo, I, son and father, break Guinness World Record for party blower toots. Serial world dude. record breaker David Rush teamed up with a neighbor, I guess not father-son, teamed up with a neighbor okay. to earn the title for the most toots of a party blower in one minute. So do you just go... I don't know whether it has to go all the way out and back in yeah, or what. It's, it's the one kind of those... with the thing that rolls out. Yeah. And I guess it has to go all the way out, come back in, go all the way out. But, but it's, it's a two-man thing. include each toot must extend the blower to a full nine inches. So it must be a nine-inch blower. You wouldn't bother getting like a 12-inch blower. Yeah. So that does kind of invite the question, what is the world record for the other kind of toots per minute? I don't know, but <laughs> uh, I think my brother-in-law holds it. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, that is all I've got. (laughs) We have a Bible trivia. We roll the dice, the die. Oh, comes up with a one. That's Old Testament. And the question is, who was Ruth's mother-in-law? I actually know this, but I can't think of the name. <laughs> I thought Ruth was the mother-in-law. No, she's the one the who ended up being the grandmother. No, great. Yeah, the grandmother of Jesse, great grandmother of King David. Okay. Well, uh, let me. I mean, I know. I know the name that's associated with her, but I can't think of it for some reason. I want to say Jasmine, but that's not right. No, it's not that. It's it's. <laughs> uh, it's it's a common name. I can't think. of I know it's it's a. It's a I, I mean, I keep. I, what keeps coming to my head is Natalie, and that's not it either. But it's no, that's not it. Yeah, you see what I mean? It's I know. Begin with the E. I know the name. It's um. All right, we're gonna have to look it up then. Ah, shoot! No, I'm gonna give myself a few seconds longer. I don't even know the story. Oh, you don't? I just know the names. Because, no, like, I don't know the like she, she traveled and then, uh, her, with her two sons who married women, and then her sons both died, and she went back to her. Land. Well, right. Ruth attached her, her, herself and said, No, I want to go with you. And so she went with them, and then they saw Boaz out in the field, and she is the one who recommended Ruth to go pay him a t- He was an older man. And yeah, she, she said, go she said hey, yeah, go go pay him food. some attention. He'll he'll be, you know, tickled by it, and things will go well with you. Well, he ended up offering to marry her, and he was a rich man, too. Yeah. It's a name you that... You want that, your it, daughter-in-law to marry a rich man. It's a common name, but I think it's also, um, like, more commonly um, used by black people. I don't, I don't know it. I mean, when you say it, I'll know it. I'm going to be the same way and I'm going to be wetted and I give myself longer. Like two minutes longer. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and flip the card. Where you got two minutes? And look at it. The answer is Naomi. That's it. Naomi. See? Yeah. See, I knew that. I knew. I knew it all the time. Yeah. I wanted you to get it. I. You knew it all the time? Why didn't you yeah, say it? Yeah, I just wanted you to guess. Oh, okay. I wanted to let you get it. Yeah, I know, but that... Oh, wow. Well. You know, it could have taken me a half hour. You know, I've been getting that way. It's like, there's a name that I know. It's like, I can't think of that name. And then it's I'll, I'll let go of it and then come back to it. And still, I went for it's... three weeks not being able to think of Ed Simon's last name. No, no, dog. No. Ed Simon? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was, it's like, it was driving me crazy, but it's like, okay, I'll no. think of his name. And, and it's like, um, like tip of my tongue thing. Like, like, oh yeah, Ed, you know, like, like, I wouldn't be able to watch this movie with, with Ed and, and like the, it would just, my brain would stop. It wouldn't come out with the name. And then it, we I, were at, it's worse for me. I have trouble just thinking of just general words, specific like, words. Yeah. Chair. Yeah. Uh, what's that thing that you sit <laughs> yeah. on? I can't think of the name. 
<laughs> and it, and I mean, we go through a lot of that in the podcast. Uh, oh, right. You know, throughout our podcast, there's a lot of times where I just can't think of the word and, and you usually help me come up with it. You've cut that stuff but, out, right? <laughs> no, I leave it in. I don't care. I'm like, I'm I like can't that think with of words. words. I, I, what's the big deal? Like sometimes there's, there's words that I could use a lesser word, but there's a word that has a specific nuance that yeah. I want to convey and any lesser word lacks something. And so I'm yeah. just not happy with it. I need to find, but I know the word I'm looking for exists. I just can't think of what it is. Yeah. But what eventually put Ed Simon was I was at your house at some, you know, party. I'd been to, uh, mass or whatever and, um, mentioned something about the choir at, at St. Lawrence. I think that it was that choir, and Mom said that Ed Simon's daughter sings in that. And and um, and that's like, oh. oh yeah, Ed Simon. That's the name I've been trying to think of forever. Speaking of Saint Lawrence, um, you, we went to Chris, Christmas Mass there. We oh yeah, did not go to the Latin Mass. Uh, okay, how was it? And other than not being the Latin Mass. It was okay because at least he uses the kneelers. Yeah. But you know, some occurred, you know, I go to communion, I come back, you know, I'm kind of, I kind of tune everything out. I'm just, I'm closing my eyes and praying mm-hmm. like you do when you take communion. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I hear everybody in the whole church moving. I thought, what's going on? And I turn around, everybody's sitting down. Oh, Why? Because right. the priest sat down. Yeah. But then they continued playing the rest of the Christmas Carol, which was Silent Night. And the more uh, I knelt there and tried to ignore everyone, there wasn't anyone in front of me, so I oh, was, so was fine with just least. kneeling. Yeah. And I continued to kneel, but I just, it just started bugging me. I'm like, why are we all sitting here listening to Silent Night? Yeah. I mean, why? What, we didn't come for a concert. Why? Why sit here at all? I mean, yeah, Neil. Either we're doing the mass or move or, on with the mass. That that's my point. Yeah, you didn't come here for yeah, a concert. You came so, for the mass. Either get on with the mass so, or kneel until it's time to get on with the mass because you just received communion. Yeah, and I just I I was like, guys, let's go. I just, <laughs> I just you left. left early. Yeah, I couldn't. I was so angry. I was like, this is dumb. Why are we sitting here? Oh well, I can't wait until the Novus Ordo is no more. Yeah, until it goes away. <laughs> well, might not I be in our lifetime. I have faith that it'll happen someday. Maybe yeah. not in our lifetime. It's it'll kind of it's someday. like the exile. It's like we're, we're in the exile. We're like in the Babylonian yeah. exile right now. And Jesus, or not Jesus, God, even told uh, through Jeremiah, he told the uh, uh, Jews who were in exile at the time. He said, make, build houses there, grow vineyards, harvest, enjoy the fruit of your crops, marry, uh, you know, take daughters for your sons, give your daughters in marriage. You're going to be there a long time. So make it your yeah. place and work for the good of your city because when your city prospers, you're going to prosper. Yeah. I don't know what that means think- in terms of the mass, but 
My point is that when God exiles, sometimes it's for a few generations. He really exiles. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think we have a way to go, but I think, I think it'll come back. Yeah, I, I do we'll too. I, there's almost no way that it can't. Yeah. It's crazy. It can't go on like this anyway. Sitting there listening to Silent Night at a mass. Are we Protestant now? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, folks, uh, think about what we said. And as always, go raw and circle the beads. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.